This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark, presented by Live Casino Hotel Philadelphia, and this is it. The Eagles still have the opportunity in the last regular season game to clinch everything that they've been hoping for. Home field throughout the playoffs, number one seed, division. How about 14 regular season wins? That would be an Eagles franchise record. So we have a podcast coming up, an interview with former Eagles corner, slot corner, Cravon LeBlanc, and basically... He's saying, I want to come help the Eagles with the injury to Avante Maddox. He's friends with Avante, play with Avante. Cravon is saying, I can come help and be a slot corner. So we're going to have that for you as well as right now, let's start off. It seems like A.J. Brown, after practicing with Jalen Hurts, says Jalen is basically back and he's going to play Sunday. Listen to A.J. Brown. So how did Jalen look out there? He looked fine. He looked fine. Uh, definitely knocking the rust off. Uh, he has another day to prepare. You know, uh, I think we'll, we'll be fine moving forward. How happy are you guys with the team and We're all excited. You know, we're all excited to see him back, to see him doing his thing. You know, uh, he's locked in for sure. You know, he he, he definitely has a tempo about him today, uh, even in the walkthrough. You know, he was telling telling guys to come on, hurry up, you know, get going, you know. Uh, so uh, glad glad he's back. You think that's because it kind of weighed on him not having not being able to play last time. We had to wait. I'm you sorry. think that that's because it kind of weighed on him having to sit out? Oh, for sure, for sure. I talked to him. Um, you know, he he wanted to play. Uh, they were kind of holding him back though. You know, so you know he's he got to do his best for his body. You know, you know, and do what they say too. Do you think over these last two weeks with with Jalen not playing that he's been able to be the leader? that he's been because you know everybody's talked about his leadership and pushing guys and keeping everybody on details and stuff i think it was kind of tough for him you know because he he was trying to focus on getting healthy and and doing his thing and he wasn't really around at first so i think it was kind of tough on him at first to continue just to being that leader but um and i kind of had a a chat with him you know uh but um i think he's, he's he's been still leading doing what he has to do to get back you know um, working extremely hard, so it definitely shows that leadership. He's he's trying to do everything for his team to get back and you know and ball out. You said you talked before about how you want to see him slide more, you know, kind of protect. Uh, uh, I haven't. I'm gonna keep talking to him about that. Yeah, uh, but that's his style of play. You know, like I said earlier, I'm not I'm not here to try to judge his his, his game because it works. You know, he's in the NFL. You know, so. What do you like? Do you have to knowing you've got a week off coming up? No, we don't know that. Okay, let's say you have a playoff coming up, right? Uh, And a long playoff run, you hope, ahead of you. Mm -hmm. Do you change the way he plays? I mean, called runs? What what do you do with a guy like him? I don't know. I think that's a a question for for Shane, you know? we're we're in the mindset we don't know if we have a, a week off next week. You know, we're trying to focus on this game and get a win this week, you know, so. Who got you the shirt? Um, it's a, uh... <laughs> It's, it was a Twitter Twitter page. It was like receiver 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 school, I think, yeah. something like that. And they sent me they wanted to send me some gear, and so I was like, of course, you know. That applies. 
<laughs> That's what I say. Of course, of course, of course, man. Uh, it can mean for whoever's open. <laughs> it looked it looked very sharp, you know. Um, he's still, you know, he's still crafting. He's still, you know, not gonna rust off. Well, I think he'll be fine coming on Sunday. Uh, so. For sure. For sure. I'm. Hey, I'm not the person. I'm not the person to, to make those make those uh, calls, but. You know, if I had to call it, I'll probably say yes. For sure, for sure. Opioid addiction is a national public health crisis. The Someone You Know podcast from the Independence Blue Cross Foundation offers inspiring stories that challenge stigma, offer hope, and humanizes the disease of addiction. So download the new season three of Someone You Know on all major podcast platforms. All right, let's welcome in former Eagles cornerback, slot cornerback, the man who stepped in when times were tough. They had tons of injuries. The Eagles signed him off waivers. He was a bird for like three seasons. Let's welcome in Cravon LeBlanc. How you doing? I'm doing good, John. How you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, it's a new year, and uh, the Eagles this weekend, they've got a lot on the line. They can still clinch that. Top seed in the NFC, home field throughout. They can clinch the division. They can clinch a franchise record, 14 wins in the regular season. What do you think is going to wind up happening with the Giants this weekend, Eagles-Giants, after the Birds lost two straight? I got faith in the Birds. I like the, I like, I like the Birds this week. You know, um, division game, so you know how, how we get in the NFCs. Um, it's a lot at stake, and I know they're going to come, come in with their head high, chest out, ready to – Get that dub. So in the locker room today, I was talking to some of the guys and James Bradbury and Hassan Reddick. They kind of mentioned like maybe because they could have clinched two weeks ago against the Cowboys, they could have clinched last week against the Saints. Maybe sometimes you're looking too far down the road or looking too far ahead. Uh, and sometimes you get a little complacent when they were 13 and one. Have mm -hmm. you ever experienced that or can you see that happening? Um, well, John, you know, when I was there, a couple of years ago, we had to win out when it was, um, we had to fly into LA. We couldn't lose. If we lost, you know, it was lose or go home. So that was our playoffs actually started a little earlier. So we had to dig a little deeper in our mind and our mindset was just one and no each week. We wasn't looking at the Super Bowl. We wasn't looking at the next team to come about. It was right there, right now, faceless opponent, whatever team that was, and we got to get the dub. So you're on the other end where basically every game's a playoff game trying to get in. So if you're 13 and one, sometimes maybe it's like, okay, we still got a bunch of games here to get this done. Maybe mm -hmm. a little complacency can set in. It can't. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And that's only because, you know, like you said, 13 and one, um, a couple of guys might be banged up, need rest and things of that nature and you want to give some other guys some looks or injuries you know have always been a vital thing in philadelphia so it's kind of like the next man up mentality <clears throat> and yeah, whoever, you, yeah yeah you said it um injuries have kind of always been a thing the eagles were just rolling along this year one of the healthiest teams arguably the most complete team and then you have a big injury to lane johnson and mm -hmm. then you have a big injury to avante maddox and 
you being a former slot corner with the Eagles, when you see a guy like Avante go down, how big of a loss is that really? Because we saw the Cowboys, they're going to put their best receiver there in the slot. Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, and I actually was watching that game, too. And, you know, me and Vontae, you know, me and Vontae and Maddox, uh, we, we, we very close. We very, um, we, we played together. We joked around and things of that nature. And you don't never want to see one of your guys go down with an injury, you know, that's indefinitely so that you can't come back possibly, you know what I'm saying, for the playoffs to help your team win. So it was definitely um, <clears throat> um, a devastating loss in the back end because Vontae is definitely a key player key component in the defense for sure. Did you see when you were playing with the Eagles and you had all those injuries, obviously offensive coordinators start to say, okay, where can we find a spot that we can go after? And, and so do they start to almost target that spot because you've got replacements coming in? I mean, absolutely. If you, if you have your starting defense, I mean, just like how we get paid, those guys get paid on the opposite side too as well. So just how we are watching film, breaking down strengths and weaknesses, concepts, um, different formations that we that we might see from opposing teams. You know, um, each team is doing the same thing, and it's kind of who can who could get that edge or that knock. And sadly, you know, the football is the sport that we play, and it comes with injuries. You know, so um, you just kind of have to be prepared and. When your number called, you got to go out there and answer the answer the bell. Because nine times out of ten, you don't want to be the reason that you're not in your playbook, or you didn't think that this opportunity was gonna was was gonna come forth for you just because how great other guys are in front of you who are in the starting role. You got Bradbury, Slay, Avante, Chauncey. <clears throat> just to name a few guys who are, who are, who are have, have stellar seasons. And, you know, when you're, when you're number called, you don't want to be the weak link because you're only good as the weakest link. Yeah. And, and you know, all about injuries in the secondary, it's good news that CJ Gardner Johnson, they've opened his practice window. So there is a chance that he could return for the final regular season game after he had a lacerated kidney. It's crazy just to say that. Yeah. Um, so how important is that? Because uh, when you looked at it, they were without CJ. You're without mm -hmm. Avante Maddox. How tough is it when you have multiple players missing in a secondary to be cohesive, get the communication down, and you have new guys coming in and out? Mm -hmm. it's, it's 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 very tough, but it's not it's not impossible to to get to get done. You know, we're we're professionals, um, and you have a job to do, and your job is to know where know where your feet are, be where your feet are on the field at all times, know your assignment. Um, obviously, you know, just from looking at the game from the outside in that the nickel has very important communication to get across. He might be talking to the D line. He might be talking to the linebacker. He might be talking to the corner or he can be talking to his safety. So if you're not up to par on your playbook and, and things of that nature, it, it could show up in the game. It could. It definitely can. How about you? I mean, you're at home. Um, you're not on a team right now. I mean, are you available? How badly would you like to come help out the Eagles uh, slot cornerback spot while Avante's out? Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a free agent. I'm, a bit, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm available. Um, I've always been a guy who, you know, kind of 
waited on my opportunity as as it came about. Um, you can only control what you can control. You know, the NFL is a business, and I'm I'm, I'm available. If they did need me to come in and plug in, I'll be I'll be ready to go and can make. I'm for sure can make plays. So you're basically telling the Eagles, hey, just give me a call. Just give me a call. Just give me a call. I love Philly, the city. You know, the brotherly love that they have there, every, especially the chemistry just from the outside looking in that they've built. Um, new head coach, um, Nick Serini, he's doing a phenomenal job with the guys. Just just me being home, you know, I, I, I almost put my helmet on every time the Eagles come on. Just to, <laughs> just to give them that moral support, you know, saying from afar when I'm at the crib. So um, it's definitely exciting. I'm definitely available, free agent, ready to go. And if they did need me or give me a call, I'd be more likely to, to suit up. <clears throat> Strap. Come on now. Stay true. Remember anything possible. Yeah. So so yeah. wait, so, so do you have the helmet that you actually played with when you played with the Eagles? You have it in your house? Yeah, I, I bought it. I bought, I bought my Eagles helmet. I think it was like $500 after the Super Bowl, not, not the Super Bowl, the playoff run with uh, the Saints. I kept my helmet. Wait, wait, wait. So hold on. So even though you played in that helmet, it's not yours. It's the team. So you, so you, in order to keep it as a memento or something, you have to buy from the team. Yeah. You, yeah. You have to purchase it. You have to purchase your Jersey and your helmet. If you want to keep it. Did you purchase your Jersey as well? I got, yeah, I got five jerseys. Do you? <laughs> so you had to buy five of your own jerseys with your name on it and your helmet? Yes, absolutely. You want me to show you? I can grab them out the closet right quick. Let's see it. This is amazing. Okay. I didn't know that. I figured, like, once you play in, in, in a jersey or a helmet, like, hey, you can just roll and take it take it home. <laughs> hey, John. Check, Look at that. Check, check me out, John. <laughs> That's awesome. Come on, now. <laughs> Come All right, on, there's we, one. We got every color. Oh, that's awesome. Look at that. That's sweet. So you have all five of the jerseys that you played in? Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's awesome. What? Which one is your favorite? Which color combo do you like the best? I got to go with that black. There you go. I got to go with black. You know, when you put that black on in Philly, it, you, you know what you know what we got to do. <laughs> you know, you know what we gotta do. It's time. It's it's time. Ain't no more playing around. Ain't no yeah. more laughing. It's time to it's time to win some games, win the Super Bowl, and bring it back to the great city of Philadelphia. So, 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 all totaled, your helmet you had to buy for five hundred dollars. And like, how much did you have to spend on all five of those jerseys? Uh I probably say it was it was more than this. I I did I gave some away to my charity and um I I, I put my own signature on it and gave gave away like I want to say like three or four, but it probably came out to a total of like twenty five. Wow, this is unbelievable. So so you're literally even though you played in that jersey and that helmet, you're like a fan having to go buy it. Absolutely, unless you uh, uh, unless you um. <laughs> You take your jersey off and you put it in your bag without uh, without Greg knowing, but Greg going to get on you behind about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might become theft or something. <laughs> wow. So, all right, so when an Eagles Sunday comes, big game like Eagles-Cowboys Christmas Eve, you said you almost put your helmet on or your jersey or or you do? No, nah, I definitely do. 
You do. I, I, I put I put my I like to stay in it. I like to stay in it, man. You got to you got to keep a positive mind frame, positive mindset. You know, the devil come to steal, kill and destroy. So with that being said, it's kind of like for me, I like to manifest things, talk things into perspective, into light. The tongue is already right. Pen is very powerful. So, hey, I'm, a, I'm available and ready to go. And I love seeing the guys prosper and win. Even so you if it's are not so, myself. You are so available to come play and fill in for Avante Maddox that you are watching Eagles games in your helmet that you played in and your jersey. In my jersey. In my jersey. Wow. How much how much do you love Philly and the Eagles? How much did that run mean to you being there, filling in and playing for the Eagles? And they claimed you off waivers. I mean, it meant a lot. When you have a team that claims you, obviously, they're they're interested in you as a player. They want to see what you can do on and off the field. Um, bring you around the midst of some of the guys that have already been in the Eagles facility. And once I got the opportunity, I came in, learned the playbook as fast as I could with the help of the guys back in, Malcolm Jenkins, Jalen Mills, Sewell, Vontae, those guys embraced it, embraced and took me in. So with that being said, I knew and seen how important it was to the, not necessarily only Swartz and to the, his defense, but to the players as well. Like it was time to home in. We had film studies or after after practice, we had third down film film prep right before the Friday night and that Saturday night where we talked to each other and we kind of came up with a mist of whoever Schwartz picked to get up and talk, talk to in front of the defense had some sort of story to tell and what's it what's it like to be a part of what we what we was building back then. So it was pretty fun. But to, to have a team take a chance on you and then when you get there to actually build the fan base upon your playing, playing style and your playing ability, it was the best fan base that I've ever played there or played for. Wow, that's saying a lot. So you've been in a bunch of different organizations, but the Philadelphia fan is the one you connect with the most and the best fans in the country. Most definitely. I, I, I want to say probably probably what a couple of days ago or probably like five days or a week ago, I tweeted, I forever love Philly fans. And it, like right now, I want to say it has almost like 2 million likes and I don't even have 2 million followers, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know? So um, I, it was just because uh, I woke up one morning and I was just getting a whole bunch of mentions, retweets and things of that nature. And when I logged onto my Twitter, I see fans at in Philadelphia Eagles and me and oh Strout, we want you back and we love your playing style and, and to see that as a as a as an individual you like you you cherish that is 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 very you know what I'm saying heartfelt. That's very cool. And, and when you're watching these Eagles games, like let's say the defense they gave up a lot of points in Dallas, like if you're in your helmet. And your jersey. I mean, are you ever getting up out of your chair? Are you getting up? Off I ain't going to lie. I'm talking to the TV, John. I'm like, man, what are we doing? <laughs> we got to lock in. We got to lock in. Because nine times out of ten, a lot of close games that the Philly, that, that the Eagles were in that I've seen came from not the team or the opponent just flat out beating the Eagles. It was just more so messing up 
and the Eagles beating themselves and the opponent just capitalizing on their mistakes. So, so now at this point, after two straight losses, the sense I get in the locker room is they're like, okay, we kind of let these two get away. Like maybe we were looking too far ahead. Sometimes can a loss or two really kind of reset you and you like go back into these meetings, like our coaches harder on you. You're, you're more into the details and stuff like that. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily the coaches are hard on you. I just say it's a little more sense of urgency. Let's, let's regroup. Um, let's humble ourselves. Like you said, we, we probably was looking too far ahead or, you know, they caught, they caught their groove and, it was a well-oiled train moving forward, you know, but, you know, everything that's successful in this world, I would say nothing, nothing is successful in this world that didn't have dirt thrown on it. Like you, you have to go through something to get something or get somewhere where you're going. So, I mean, it it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing that they have two losses. I'm pretty sure that they're going to shake back. And, you know, you got guys getting healthy. Like you said, you got C.J. Gardner back. Um, Jalen Hurts, he's on his on his way back. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to slow, slow play him just to make sure he's 100% healthy for the postseason. And, um, like, again, like you say, it, they are already in it. So they're just trying to clinch that first spot right now. Yeah, so let's say they beat the Giants. Let's say they get that bye in the playoffs. It's going to give some extra time. Lane Johnson, Avante. I mean, I don't know if Avante is going to play again. I guess they're hoping maybe uh, in the playoffs. Have you talked to him at all? Has he he's got a chance for the playoffs, I guess? I, t- I talked to Avante briefly um, uh, via Twitch uh, on the game and stuff like that. You know, we game, we've we, we been gaming. He the one got me on hooked up this PC gaming thing or whatever or whatnot. But um, I talked to him like just briefly after he got hurt. You know what I'm saying? That's my boy. I don't never like to see none of my guys get injured. You know what I'm saying? Even though that's the, that comes with the sport. I just kind of wanted to see what he was at mentally, physically, and the um, headspace that he was in, just checking up on him. So, you know, obviously we don't know whether he's going to be able to come back. I saw him with a boot on his foot. You know, he's got a significant toe injury. So you, you got some injuries to deal with. So if you're – you know, obviously you're in the secondary and you're looking at the NFC teams. Who would be the biggest threat, do you think, to the Eagles? They would have to come into the link if the Eagles can clinch that top speed, top seed. Who do you, who do you worry about or who are you concerned about out of those teams like the Cowboys, the Niners, the Vikings, Tom Brady and the Bucks, teams like that? I'm not going to lie. Uh the 49ers, I would say. Uh Brock Purdy, he's been he he he's been on fire. They 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 kind of been in the, you know, they lost two quarterbacks. They're down to their third quarterback. Um with the questions of how he's going to perform or even if they would go one and know this week, you know. So um I mean, they, they, their defense been playing pretty good, and their offense has been clicking on all cylinders. So, I, if I if I had to choose, I'd say the 49ers or yeah, I'd say the 49ers. I don't really like the Cowboys. How come you don't like the Cowboys? 
<laughs> I don't like the Cowboys. You know, if you get, I'm NFC East, how I'm going to be all, you know what I'm saying, forever Philly and, and, and talking about the Cowboys going to whoop Philly. Come on, now. <laughs> they, we already slipped up and gave y'all one win. You know what I'm saying? So now when they come back around again the second time, it's personal. So let's say the Cowboys, because they most likely would play at Tampa Bay in mm-hmm. the playoffs. Let's say the Cowboys get by Tampa Bay and the Cowboys are coming to the link in the playoffs. Is up. Is up. It's smoke. I don't even know. They might have a on um yes. That 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 be those blackout games. That be that be those blackout games. I'm telling you. If they so, have to come to the link, it's gonna be the link, the link and playing in the link is not a comfortable environment for most teams to play in, to come in, to get a dub and win successfully. Not saying that it's impossible, not saying that it can't happen, but it is a hard task to come in up under those circumstances, whether if it's cold, you, you fight in weather conditions, you fight in the fans, you fight in a great coaching staff that obviously put their play, players in position to win that they've been putting on display all year. And I just, it's going to be, it's going to be a dog fight. Yeah. And, and, it's interesting because there's some fans who are saying, okay, if the Eagles would have won that last game in Dallas, sweep the Cowboys, and then the Cowboys are coming to the link, it's hard to beat a team three times. That's what they say. Now, on, on this, in this situation, Eagles, if they were hosting the Cowboys at the link, I imagine the Eagles, because they were all pissed off about losing in Dallas to the Cowboys. Does that kind of work? in the favor of the Eagles that they're, they're still upset about that loss in Dallas and the Cowboys would be coming to the link. I mean, they should be, you should be upset. Cause I mean, we feel it's been a long rival for a long, long, long time. Anytime we played the Cowboys, it's always been a dog fight or down to the nitty gritty. Um, a lot of personality, personality is shown a lot of, um, you know, cert, like a different character about yourself comes out, you know, not not necessarily saying that that's that's a bad thing. But I feel like when you have a total of 53 guys on the same thing as you mindset and in the will and want to not to lose could be a dangerous football team. Well, I can't wait for the playoffs. Uh, you mentioned Jalen Hurts earlier. What has it been like for you to watch Jalen this year and make those improvements, how he's elevated his play? Uh, what has impressed you the most about him? I mean, everything. I think he take it, I think he took his game to a whole nother level. I think he silenced all the critics um, that had something negative to say about him as a quarterback earlier on. Um I think he finally just got his shot and, you know, it wasn't as if he was a backup or coming in for uh, Wentz or it's, 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 he showed that he can carry and take this team to bigger and better and higher expectations and that he showed. And I'm very proud of Jalen Hurts. So to see that and him take his game to a whole nother level is, it's phenomenal. <clears throat> so hats off to my boy Jalen for that. Yeah, when, when you were there in 2020, right, and they drafted him, 
What was he like when he first kind of came into the Eagles locker room? Because obviously Carson was the starter. What mm-hmm. was Jalen like? Jalen Jalen was very observant. He didn't say too much. Um, he came in, studied the playbook, did what he had to do, learned what he had to learn, and pretty much had to, you know, wait wait his turn. And like you know, like we all have to do coming in as rookies, but. I think when when the roles reversed and it was Jalen Hurts' show, I don't think he he has disappointed the city of Philadelphia or any coaching staff that he has played up under thus far, which would be Doug and Nick Serini. So I, I think he did a phenomenal job coming in, and he's steady elevating on the rise up. So I'm proud of the brother. It's pretty, pretty crazy what's happened with Carson Wentz and Jalen Hurts because I remember noticing some things, you know, obviously Carson was the starter and maybe he didn't handle it that well. Uh, He had gone through Nick Foles, then he had gone through Jalen Hurts. These guys are kind of performing very well or or I I saw I saw the young receivers gravitate more to Jalen. I mean, how much do you think that that situation affected Carson? Um, it, it. Uh, I say it definitely affected Carson in a way where, you know, Carson went first round. He's embraced by the city of Philadelphia. Uh, again, back back to injuries in 2017 when he hurt his knee. You know, Carson was MVP, runner-up, or was the MVP. And after that year, you know, it's hard to, you know, uh, play with – I would say play with a chip on your shoulder to where you're, you're not really thinking about injuries in a sense to, and you just out there playing the game. You know what I'm saying? We've been playing this game since we was kids, you know, it's, it's fun, exciting. We're not thinking about getting hurt or whatever the case may be. So I, I, I want to say after that to, to, to have a stellar season, MVP season, like he had in 2017 to, to, for him not to finish and have Nick Foles come in and finish the Super Bowl run and carry the Eagles to a Super Bowl, I mean, that could do something to you as a as a personal individually. Obviously, you know, there's no hate in his heart or, you know, he's a God-fearing man, he's a praying man. Um, him and Nick, they had conversations to where they was close and, and could talk about certain things. So I don't think it was no bad blood there, but, you know, it's, it's kind of like he – in a sense, fell a little short of what he wanted to accomplish due to things that wasn't in his control. Is it pretty shocking? Like, goes to Indianapolis. uh, He's out after a year there. Then Washington now seems like he's going to be out after a year. I mean, is it pretty shocking for you from what we we saw in 2017 to now? It's going to be tough maybe for him to find a job in the NFL. Yeah, I mean it's definitely tough to see to see where Wentz where he was to where he is now. I mean, obviously I know it's a business and you know, that's just the business side of it. Um and you don't have control over the injuries that come with the game. So I mean man can't stop what man can't stop what God got for you. So at the end of the day, Whatever God has for for Wentz and, and his future, 
especially for the 2023 season. And I mean, sky's the limit. I mean, it is tough to see him, you know, keep bouncing from team to team to team to team when he came from originally the Eagles and had a home. But it's tough when even even when he was in Philly, he'll come out of the tunnel and get booed. You know, so I don't I don't know to him if it felt like a home game was a away game and away games was away games or if he couldn't find his his groove in a sense. So, you know, as a football player, as your career go on, you you slowly start to, you know, self critique yourself or get in your head a lot. You know, when things aren't going your way, you know, so it's no telling what how he was thinking or what he had in his mind. Yeah. 2017 yeah. now. And before uh, before I wrap it up with you, I mean, when you're watching the other night and you see what happened to Demar Hamlin, um, you know, as a guy who you made tackles, you laid some hits on guys. I mean, what's going through your mind as a football player playing a violent sport when you see what happened to him? It's 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 tragic. It's very tragic. It's devastating. You you. You never, never want to see none of your guys go through a moment like that. Um, it's a very sensitive topic and incident that occurred that night that a lot of eyes were able to see firsthand. And um, I don't, it's, it's, it's just a sad sight to see. Um, I don't know him personally. I know of him. I've watched him play. And he's a phenomenal player, phenomenal kid. And he's just a kid living out his dream, his passion, and his aspirations of what he wants to accomplish and what his legacy that he wants to leave. And to see that, to see what happened to Tamar, that it, it, it shook me up. You know, because like you said, I used, like, even me as a football player, I, a nickel, you have to hit violently, low tackles, high tackles. And when you when you're approaching a runner with the ball, you you all you thinking about is I gotta get him down or I gotta tackle. You're not thinking about the worst of the worst possible scenarios that can happen. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like a freak accident or a freakish moment that it that that happened like that. I don't, I don't know. I can't even, you know, really explain it to to yeah. It's just that's crazy. I, I do send my prayers up to him and his family. Um, I did see some updates on social media saying that he has all his normal extremities back and he's breathing 50 percent now that, you know, uh, that he possibly that he's going to shake back. And I know he's in. Uh, I don't know if he's still in critical condition or not, uh-huh. but. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely praying for him. You know, he's a good kid, good person, things of that nature, and I want to see him pull through. Yeah, I mean, I think this has hit the NFL community and fraternity harder than anything I've seen mm-hmm. in my 20 years covering the NFL. Um, okay. and to see the faces of of the Bills players, you could tell it was such an extreme situation, um, and he was in a life-or-death situation, and uh, – it is encouraging, you know, we're, we're hanging on those reports uh, from, yeah. from his family members and his agent that, that he is improving. And that's great to, to hear. Uh, it's gotta be tough for some of these guys 
to compartmentalize what they saw with that injury and then go right back out there like this week, you know, the NFL seems like these games are going to happen and you defensive players, you got to go back out there and hit guys. You got to go back out there and hit guys. And, and, and what's so crazy is that some, some players, even including myself are closer to guys on the team than their own family members. You know, we, with these guys, training camp from what well, OTAs to OTAs to training camp from training camp to a full course season to I'm meeting, you know, like I'm pretty sure the guys on the bills, they have film study and they have gatherings and dinners and things of that nature. And, you know, certain guys meeting other people, family members, mothers, aunties. And once you build that, 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 that kind of bond and, and you see one of your guys that you go to war with every Sunday, just collapse on the field. I, yeah, that's 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 heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking because you don't never want to. You don't never want to see none either. You don't never want to see an individual or a human period go through that. Not just a football player alone. You know, so I'm pretty sure we get looked at as you know freakish athletes and superstars and this and that. But when when it all boils down to it, we we know bigger. You know, than an average human. You know, we human too as well. So anything can happen that that come with this game yeah it, it is a tough situation to see and, and thoughts and prayers are with damar hamlin and his family uh i appreciate your time and uh you know this is kind of like a resume or like hey if the eagles need you you're ready no. you got you you even got your jersey you got your helmet you got hey, everything tell them i'm ready i'm ready to go i you know come what? in i'm ready to go tell them i'm ready I'm a free agent and ready to go. I mean, if they need me, I'll be here. All right. Well, I'm glad you put it out there. I like to hear that. And uh, did you buy your helmet and jerseys from the other teams you played for? Nah. I think really? I, I, nah. I think I only have two helmets, my Chicago and um, Philly helmet. There you go. Philly means that much to you. I like to hear that. Yeah. They, 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 they embrace me and it's mutual interest and love on their end. Likewise on my part. You got it. Well, I'm glad glad you put it out there. We'll see if yeah. that phone rings. That would be great. Um, yeah. And I wish up. you the best. <laughs> I wish you the very best. Good catching up with you. You too, John.